Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Punishment Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Punishment Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin the show with this evening's commentary piece. We have to chase a million honey and no remorse and no more Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host. Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, June 6, 2023, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, The Decline and Fall of the American Empire. A cursory examination of history reveals that the United States is mired in the same process that precipitated the collapse of the great empires of the past. The foibles and failures of human nature and their impact on the rise and fall of empires is amazingly consistent and the end result always inevitable. Can this nation avoid a similar fate? Empires are defined as great military and economic powers encompassing large occupied or controlled land areas. Although they vary greatly, they average around 250 years in duration. The United States will be celebrating its 250th anniversary in 2026. In 1976, Sir John Glubb, a distinguished British diplomat and general, wrote an essay on the fate of empires throughout history. He enumerated, based on 3,000 years of historical data, the six various stages of the rise and fall of empires. These stages, and how they apply to the United States, are as follows. The Age of Pioneers the Revolutionary War, and the founding of the nation. The Age of Conquests, the Western Expansion to the Pacific Ocean. The Age of Commerce, Industrialization and Evolution of a Dominant Middle Class. The Age of Affluence, the meteoric rise of the standard of living, in the 20th century. The age of intellect, global domination in the arts, medicine, and technology. The age of decadence. For 30 plus years, America has been increasingly mired in this age. The age of decadence is marked by debauchery, defensiveness, pessimism, materialism, a significant weakening of religion, 
frivolity, a welfare state, and a massive influx of unassimilated foreigners. These symptoms of national decadence are the end product of long periods of prosperity and power, love of wealth and status, and self-obsession by the ruling elites leading to fateful government corruption and instability. Sir John Glubb is definitive in stating that in all ancient and modern fallen empires, there does not appear to be any doubt that money is the agent which causes the decline of strong, brave, and self-confident people. An examination of various empires, from the Persian Empire to the Roman Empire to the British Empire, confirms Glubb's hypothesis and pursuit and accumulation of money or wealth is the portal through which power over the masses is achieved. The amassing of wealth and thus power evolves into a quasi-religion that over time triggers the descent into the age of decadence and corruption that inevitably leads to the collapse and conquering of empires by their external enemies. In the early stage of the age of decadence, materialism becomes a driving force in society, inducing many in the upper classes to indulge in excessive, often conspicuous consumption as an absurdity wealthy, wealthy elite emerges. Far too many societal elites and non-elites become convinced that increasing consumption and social status is the key to happiness. But in its pursuit, they become demonstrably more pessimistic and less happy and fulfilled. Search for happiness and fulfillment leads to imprudence and voyeurism becoming central to the culture. Unhappy people searching for diversion became fixated on celebrities and captive to evolving voyeurism. And voyeurism takes on a more sinister aspect as the people in both ancient and modern empires become increasingly desensitized to graphic images and willing spectators to participants in violence and debauchery. Debauchery is an oft-recurring theme in the demise of empires. Societies develop an abnormally immature obsession with sex, an obsession that requires increasingly deviancy to satate coupled with concurrent abuse of children and the marginalization and exploitation of women. Meanwhile, the use of drugs and alcohol expands exponentially. Debauchery is a symptom of the absence of meaning in people's lives, leading to the self-destruction of society and, commonly, a loss of a sense of duty and patronism. Other symptoms common among many empires in the last stages of decline include massive and growing disparities 
between rich and poor, and an undisciplined and overextended military. An intensification of internal political hatreds and a corresponding inability to reconcile in order to save the empire. An ever-increasing level of self-servicing corruption and patronage among the ruling class. A massive influx of unassimilated foreigners whose allegiance and cultural ties are with their native lands and not the host nation and who do not feel obliged to defend the empire. Severe financial and economic crises linked to the unending debasement of the currency. An ongoing and irreversible decline in monotheistic religions, an emphasis, self-sacrifice, temperance, a sense of duty as well as honor and integrity. Additionally, while the decline of empires is precipitated by internal factors, the final collapse is marked by defeat at the hands of the powerful external enemies. The United States is presently facing an implacable and powerful external enemy, Communist China. A foe this nation's elites and their self-indulgence pursuit of wealth, essentially created by willfully intertwining the American economy with a ruthless and dictatorial communist regime. Unfortunately, the vast bulk of the American citizenry is not aware of the historically precarious situation this nation finds itself, nor are they aware that the policies and actions of the Marxist-controlled Democrat Party over the past 20 years is a window into what will happen to this nation as they continue in power. Another four to eight years of Democrat Party rule will permanently embed unchecked corruption in government and America's corporations and institutions, the ongoing debasement of the currency, uncontrolled spending, and economic instability, the continued massive influx of unassimilated foreigners, the intensification of political animosity, and the persecution of any political opposition. An undisciplined, ideological-driven, and reckless military incapable of confronting China. Drug-addled and crime-ridden dystopias in America's major urban and suburban areas. Continued and accelerated mainstreaming of decadence and sexual debauchery. As the last three years have amply proven, decadence and sexual debauchery will continue apace. All forms of deviancy, included but not limited to pedophilia, will be forcefully mainstreamed. Religious will be denigrated and, uh, and curtailed. Infanticide and state-sponsored euthanasia will be legalized. Materialism and voyeurism 
will become the new state religion. And virtually all drugs will be legalized and easily available. As the United States descends into insolvency, societal chaos, and upheaval, communist China, with which the Democrat Party is intertwined, will actively abet and promote the dissolution of this country, as it will be waiting, vulture-like, to feast on the carcass. The inevitable can perhaps be migrated if a significant majority of the populace acknowledges the current plight of the nation and initiates a return to the nation's founding, founding Christian principles. Additionally, it is imperative that either Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis wins in November of 2024, and for a populist Republican Party to control both the presidency and Congress for a minimum of two presidential terms. Republican primary voters must also acknowledge reality and not be captive to cult-like infancy for either Trump or DeSantis. They need to ask themselves, who can win against corrupt and devious Democrat Party reliant on voter fraud and manipulation in the battleground states of Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, Nevada, and Pennsylvania? Who has the coattails to assure the capture of both House of Congress, and can that person can either serve a second term or make another Republican, or make certain another Republican will win in 2028. It is not hyperbole to say the upcoming election cycle is the most determinative in American history. If the Republicans fail to win, the presidency, and the Congress in 2024, this nation will have passed the point of no return and a new chapter in the annals of the decline and fall of the great nation will be written. awesome God he is. Do you attend church? If you don't, you should. But be careful what church you attend, though. Many churches today preach that homosexuality and miscegenation are okay. Are they really? Not according to the Bible, they're not. If you want to hear God's true commands to his chosen people, then listen to the services from the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. Don't live near Harrison? You can still hear them on the Christian Revival Center YouTube channel. Search the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas, and it should be right at the top of the list. Tap follow, and you'll be alerted every week when the new sermon is posted. What could be better than hearing God's true words right from the comfort of your own living room?
Invite Pastor Rob and his family into your home every week. Come on down. The price is always right at the American Heritage Store. We've got all your pro-white needs at reasonable prices. Tell them what we got, Bob. Okay. We've got belt buckles, hats, pins, flags, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and items too many to mention here. Go to www.kkknationaloffice.com and tap on the American Heritage Store banner and see for yourself. No mask required here. Welcome back, everyone, and uh, thank you for uh, sticking around for the second part of the show here uh, this Tuesday evening. Uh, that commentary really hits home. Uh, you know, if uh, you were in doubt of where America was heading, uh, that should erase all doubt uh, within your mind. You know, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, they, they see the news, they read what's happening, and, you know, if they're living a comfortable life, they don't really care. Uh, they don't react. Well, when the nation crumbles, even the comfortable are going to pay the price. So, um, and that's another reason America's in the shape that it is. Too many people got comfortable. Too many people are comfortable. Uh, and let's call it for what it is. It's a homosexual agenda. It is sexual debauchery. It was in the Bible, and it still is today. And, you know, there are some people that uh, they'll make comments like, well, as long as they aren't trying to queer me up, uh, you know, let them do what they want to do. Uh, that's not the attitude, because tolerating such things is as bad as committing the sin. So, uh, uh, you know, there, there is no uh, in-between. When it comes to uh, uh, America's foundings, how our forefathers intended America to remain, um, uh, switching from God's laws to man's laws, there, there is no in-between. Um, you're either uh, uh, for keeping America as a white Christian nation with white patriots, or you're for the downfall of the American empire. That's your two choices. There is no in-between. So, you know, uh, my suggestion, uh, now I'm sure probably uh, most of my listeners are active and uh, the fight for America's survival and the survival of our white race. But if you know people that aren't, uh, you know, uh, maybe on the fence, have them listen to a show. Because um, people that are uh, being conformant and comfortable, just because their life is comfortable, uh, you're not part of the uh, solution. You're part of the problem because I guarantee you 
when we start to crumble a little bit more, the people being complacent and uh, comfortable, they're not going to be that way anymore. And then they're going to come running to help from people like us. And guess what? You know, uh, people that didn't support us because they were comfortable and compliant. That keeps the funds down from people like myself and uh, the organization I belong to, which is the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. That keeps us limited in funds as to what we can do. So, you know, the people that are being compliant now um, and, and comfortable, when they finally uh, see what, what's happening and where it's headed, guess what? We can't help you. We can't help you. Uh, you know, we have to take care of our own, the people that supported and promoted uh, our white nationalist organizations. And in, in, my, uh, in my case, the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, so, you know, uh, this is this is what happens. And I liked how this commentary uh, uh, said exactly what uh, this homosexual agenda is. It's, it's debauchery, sexual, sexual debauchery. And I liked how they uh, also mentioned foreigners, unassimilated foreigners to our country. You know who that is? That's these non-white dirtbags coming across the border, just walking across and taking from you and I. There is our foreigners. Uh, you know, uh, and a lot of people, they'll, they'll come back with the argument, well, the Bible says we are to love our neighbor. You're absolutely correct. It does say that. But miscegenation in biblical times, and it still is, but it was a sin to mix races. So your neighbor was white. It wasn't some uh, uh, black projects uh, sitting beside you. It was your white kinfolk. Plain and simple. So that was your neighbor. Now, with the miscegenation that's been taking place in America, uh, we have uh, uh, neighbors, unfortunately, of all different flavors. But I assure you, the Bible isn't saying if you have uh, some Guatemalans Hondurans, people from El Salvador, Africa, if you have those as neighbors, those aren't your true neighbors. Those aren't the neighbors that the Bible spoke about. Your neighbors are your uh, actual kinfolk. So, uh, you know, a lot of people get that confused. And by getting that confused, uh, that adds to why America's in the shape it's in. Now, the first couple articles I have here for this evening is some examples of why America is in the shape it's in. The first one here, we're going to talk about um, unassimilated foreigners and how it's said that, you know, these foreigners, they could care less uh, about America's founding, America's laws. They could care less. They don't care. They're not coming here to try to be American. They don't want to be American. They hate Americans. And, um, you know, uh, just like, and we're told not to stereotype, but let's face it. Uh, and I actually have, I think, an article this evening. Crime runs rampant in the black race. It does. 13% uh, of our population commits over uh, 50, I think it's 56% of our crimes. Now, I would call that a race problem. Uh, you know, it, it's not picking on black people. 
It's the statistics. And they are a problem. These people aren't our neighbors either. And I, just like you see uh, a lot of articles today and you see in the news, uh, uh, these non-white children, uh, like the blacks in uh, Chicago running wild in the streets, New York City, uh, uh, black children running wild in the streets, and just about any city in America. You know, uh, uh, the little kids, they realize that, well, hey, uh, there's no consequences for mom and dad. So, you know, this is the life I'm going to take. And, you know, they're not intelligent enough to teach their children uh, uh, to, to be better. Uh, you know, they, they only know what their low IQ uh, allows them to know. And here's a perfect example. And this isn't black people. But... They have the same characteristics as all non-whites do with the parents and the children. Now, Joe Biden will tell you that uh, these are peaceful people coming. They're fleeing uh, uh, their native lands because of fear uh, of their government. You know why they fear their government? Because the government doesn't let, let them run wild. But here in America, we do. Uh, uh, Joe Biden promotes this. Uh, this article comes from uh, the Washington Free Beacon. And the headline is, Migrant Kids Throwing Ragers and New York City Hotels Turned Shelters. Isn't that a nice shelter? Boy, I wish I had a shelter to go to uh, that was a, you know, a uh, nice hotel in New York City. Uh, you know, I... I I'd give up where I'm living right now uh, for uh, a shelter such as that. Who wouldn't? I'm sure you would, too. Uh, 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 these rejects, they probably even have root service. Uh, they're allowed to run up tabs, probably, uh, that the government's paying for. What a life, huh? That's a life better than what we white citizens have. And this is how they appreciate it. And this is just how these little bastards act. A former employee of a New York City hotel that houses illegal immigrants gave shopping, shocking details of what staffers find in their rooms on a daily basis. Every day we find about 10 kids alone in their hotel rooms, either drinking or doing drugs, and weapons will be in the room, said Carlos Arellano, a former employee at the Roe, New York City Hotel. It's basically a free-for-all. Now, this is a non-whites even admitting the nature of non-whites. And uh, uh, now I'm not saying this Carlos guy is uh, a dirtbag. Uh, he is a non-white. We could never be friends. But he may be a little more civilized uh, than most non-whites. Uh, my point is, it's pretty bad uh, for for a non-white to call out another uh, non-white, but he most certainly did. Uh, Aralino told Fox News he once found a 10-year-old girl intoxicated and that weapons in the room is common sightings. Now, what do you think these uh, 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 little bastards need weapons for? What are they for? 
This is a peaceful people fleeing the dangers and the fear of their own countries. And they have weapons. Ten-year-old kids uh, uh, drunk off their behinds in a room uh, with weapons. Uh, the Row, once a popular hotel for tourists near Times Square, closed its doors to guests entirely to accommodate large numbers of migrants coming to the city from towns along the southern border. Arellano said the staff are not allowed to intervene when they see the disturbing sights and that they're not uh, sure some of the adults are actually parents, as they claim, since they use fake documents. Uh, and here, uh, this New York City hotel, they're told not to intervene. Not to intervene. So, you, and, and here, uh, uh, kids high as kites, uh, drunk off their asses, uh, weapons in the room, and they're not allowed to intervene. Isn't that something? It's pretty much how the uh, non-whites, uh, the adults, are treated in America. Uh, it's a free-for-all, and white people aren't allowed to intervene. Sound familiar? It even starts here, uh, even with, with, with the uh, 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 little non-white children. Not allowed to intervene. Let them go. Uh, he said, but we're not allowed to go in there, Arellano said. We're not allowed to take anything from them. Imagine that. wonder what kind of weapons they have. Do you think maybe uh, some of them are automatic weapons? I'd imagine. I would say yes. And isn't that funny? Joe Biden wants ours as white people, uh, white law-abiding citizens. He wants to take ours because they're dangerous. But here comes these uh, third-world degenerates into America. And, you know, uh, even a hotel isn't allowed to take a weapon from a child, a drunk child, a high child. Imagine these little bastards when they reach teenage years uh, running the streets. This and you think we're not headed for uh, the, the fall of the American empire? Remember, as I'm reading these, what the commentary said and what was happening. We're in the stages of decadence. And uh, ironically, uh, the show uh, beginning, the song there on the show, this show, is from uh, Udo Dirk Snyder, and he is a German singer, and uh, he once was the lead singer for um, a band called Accept, which uh, I love the band, and he's been out on his own now uh, for years. But the intro song to the show is Udo Dirk Snyder. The name of the song is Decadence. That was the name of the album that that was on, Decadence. So, uh, just a little uh, for your information there. I said they don't appreciate what they have, Arellano said, and they come here with the mindset of the way they live back at their home country, and they think there's no rules or no laws to be followed here. The development comes after the state's Democratic governor, Kathy Hochul, told local leaders to be less bigoted and accept busloads of migrants. 
Democratic mayor, Eric Adams, has been vocal in his opposition to Texas leaders busing migrants to his city, claiming New York is out of room. Well, now, it seems like these uh, people, uh, uh, these leaders, if you want to call them that, that was welcoming these people, now that Texas and other states are uh, sending them the people that they welcomed, now all of a sudden they don't like it. And I notice here what this said, uh, I mentioned this earlier, that the only reason these dirtbags are leaving their home countries is because their government won't put up with it. They won't put up with their BS. They're expected to follow rules, probably. Uh, just like slaves. Uh, uh, they were given everything. Housing, clothing, food, uh, medical care. But there was consequences for bad behavior. They didn't like that. They still don't today. And our government is uh, uh, promoting this. You know, uh, no rules unless you're white. No laws can be broken unless you're white. Uh, so here, uh, uh, this uh, Arellano had said that they think they're still back in their home country, uh, that there's no rules or laws to be followed here. So that pretty much um, uh, vilifies what I said. You know, they were expected to uh, uh, act civilized in their home countries. And when they were punished for not acting that way, then they want to leave. They want to come here because uh, non-whites in America, they have it made. There is no laws. Uh, come and destroy our country. This is what Joe Biden uh, is saying, and this is what he's promoting. So there you have it. And, and here, uh, we're just talking about the little bastards. Uh, we're not talking about the adults. Where do you think these little bastards uh, got their attitudes from? They're adults. Where are the, and here's another thing. Where are the adults if they're not in the rooms with the children? Where are they at? Are they out running the street? How are they getting booze money? Are they out running the streets robbing people to, uh, you know, feed their kids booze? Stealing, selling drugs, sex trafficking? Where are they? They're the same place they're going to be when they get a court date. Who knows where? That's where. And this next article uh, goes along with what I said about no uh, rules. Uh, this article comes from the New York Post. The headline to this one is, Chicago doubles down on coddling criminals and four people die. Huh, imagine that. You coddle the criminals and uh, people are dying. I like how they put that, they're dying. They're being murdered, is what it is. That's what that means. Uh, reading another story about the violence in Chicago is like watching the movie Groundhog Day, where every day feels much like the previous. Each year, the people in power promise that they have the secret formula to make the city safer for the innocent people who are dodging chaos on a daily basis. But inevitably, nothing changes. Of course it don't. When you have blacks in rule, which they, there shouldn't be, 
There should be no, no, our government, uh, every person you see in our government should be white. Plain and simple. That's how our forefathers founded our government. And it was to remain a white government, a government, which, uh, people can't argue that either. Because this is a white Christian country, and I say this all the time. Go to a non-white country and see what type of people are ruling those non-whites. Do you think it's white people making the laws and rules for non-whites in their own country? Of course not. Of course not. But we're, we're supposed to be told that this uh, uh, diversity is uh, a good thing. Well, when you hear uh, what the last stages uh, of decadence are, do you really think it's cool? Uh, this has nothing to do with race or racism, I mean. It has to do a lot with race. Uh, it's all about race, but it's not racism. The statistics aren't racist. The, the, the things you see happening aren't racist. To be appalled at 10-year-old kids uh, migrant kids in a hotel, uh, drunk, high, and around weapons. To be appalled about that, that isn't racism. Your government may tell you, oh, that's racist. They're just children. Well, we'll see. Uh, and like I said, and there you have, uh, uh, who is that, uh, who took over for um, Lori Beetlejuice Lightfoot? It was another black uh, man of uh, this time and uh, Lori Lightfoot being a woman is uh, oh, that's controversial uh, but she is a lesbian uh, but here you have another black uh, leader in Chicago uh, making promises how he's going to clean up Chicago you know I think what it is these people are that stupid uh, these non-whites, like the, uh, this new black mayor of uh, Chicago, he's that stupid until he takes office and he sees it's his pe people causing the destruction, causing the lawlessness. And then, of course, he's black. He doesn't want to arrest his people. He doesn't want to finger his people for being the problem. So, you know, they're left run rampant. The blacks are. Whites aren't, but a lot of these uh, cities, uh, it, it, it's a natural segregation. The blacks are leaving rural areas and going to these bigger cities. And hey, why not? There's more people to rape, uh, uh, more people to sell drugs to, more people to sex traffic, uh, everything. Uh, you know, they know the big city's the place to go because there's more people. So the blacks and non-whites are heading to uh, big cities, and white people are getting fed up, probably like Chicago, too. Uh, uh, any white people in Chicago, they're fed up with it, and they're leaving. They're going to rural areas. So there is a natural uh, a segregation happening in America, and you know, the end result of that is going to be uh, these big cities laying in ruins. Because, you know, uh, uh, these leaders that are black are only going to have their own people there. And we know that there's more black on black crime. Uh, there, there is more black on black crime than white on black, 
law enforcement on black, and other assorted non-whites on black combined, there is still more black-on-black crime. So uh, guess what? Guess what? These black leaders that are allowing their own people uh, to destroy the cities, uh, they'll be coming after the leaders uh, soon enough then because, uh, you know, once the cities get a majority black, these black leaders are going to have to crack down. They're going to have to do something. And then that's going to tick off their own people. And, uh, you know, they're just going to, uh, uh, these wild beasts uh, are just going to start getting rid of their own uh, leaders. It's kind of a win-win for white people, except it'll be our tax dollars uh, uh, rebuilding these cities. And if there's only uh, two, two black people left standing in Chicago, and why he rebuilds Chicago and makes it a nice place again. It's only going to take those two black, uh, uh, if it's male and female, uh, to breed and have other uh, more and more litters. Uh, 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 and it would be right back to where it was. In my opinion, America will never survive until the non-whites are removed from it. Uh, and I'm not uh, uh, promoting vigilante violence. I'm saying our government, suppose uh, Republicans uh, 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 take over uh, uh, Washington. And, you know, can you imagine if, if, if that happened and the Republicans decided to do what uh, Abraham Lincoln wanted done? After slavery, he wanted them sent back to Africa. He didn't want them here. He knew uh, what was going to happen, and here we are. But could you imagine if the Republicans uh, uh, gain offices in 2024 and they would come out and say, listen, every non-white person here, uh, uh, you're being picked up and you're being sent back to your motherland. Could you see the Democrats, uh, how they would be up in arms? Yet we have Democrats in America uh, promoting pedophilia, uh, promoting uh, sexual uh, debauch debauchery, and we're supposed to be okay with that. See what I mean? The, the Democrats, there, there is nothing good about the Democrats, nothing at all. Uh, and I'm not saying the uh, Republicans... Uh, well, obviously, they're a little better, but the Republicans aren't going to save uh, this nation either. Uh, uh, we need to get like-minded people uh, into offices uh, in America. And I'm not saying because, you know, uh, well, the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan is exactly that. It's the Knights Party. That isn't just a name. Uh, uh, we are a legally registered third political party in America. Now, uh, we're not government-funded, of course. Uh, we depend on uh, donations and things from uh, our, our members and, uh, uh, you know, other citizens that see what's going on uh, in America, and, and we need like-minded people. Now, I'm not saying uh, 
uh, you know, the nice party's going to run somebody for president. At least not right away. But but to say that we were going to run somebody for president, that would just be a publicity stunt. But I will say this, the wheels are in motion to educate people for political positions. Uh, uh, this is taking place as I speak. So it's not a uh, uh, an idea that we think would be nice. It's an idea that we see as reachable. And it definitely is. Uh, the wheels are in motion. You know, a lot of people will ask me, well, uh, you know, I don't see uh, the Knights Party out uh, rallying anymore. And I'll say this, uh, I believe uh, it was 1998 or 1999 was the last rally uh, held. But rallies weren't generating enough uh, like-minded people to make a difference. So it was better to uh, uh, go internet and things like that to reach our people. And it, it worked. It worked. And it still works uh, today. Uh, the Knights Party is definitely not a uh, internet clan. Uh, we've been around since 1956. No other white nationalist organization or clan in America can say that. So, you know, say what you will. But our uh, uh, advancement is pretty pretty simple. We're still here. We're still here. So, uh, but anyhow, uh, the wheels are in motion for that. Uh, and that's why I say, like, a Democrat or Republican, uh, when you go to the voting booth, you just have to vote for the lesser of two evils. Uh, neither one of them are any good. Neither one of them are going to be the savior uh, of America. Uh, but anyhow, uh, I just wanted to add in there uh, what the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan is and what we are doing to better America. Uh, you know, it, 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 you're not going to do anything. You're not going to change politicians in the White House. You're not going to change their minds about what they believe. So, you know, if you're just going to go out on the street and, you know, walk around with your flag or your banner and uh, uh, chant slurs and things like that, you're wasting your time. Uh, you're wasting your time. You have to have goals set. And uh, we certainly do, and they are reachable goals. Uh, so anyhow, if uh, uh, my listeners, if you ever wondered uh, uh, what we do, what we are, what we're about, uh, you know, uh, to gain voters for this uh, uh, eventual and upcoming uh, putting uh, uh, members into political positions. Uh, uh, this is what's happening. And we have to first make the Knights Party name uh, a household name that people know who we are, uh, what we're about, what we're doing. Uh, this is why uh, we distribute literature, um, the, uh, the Crusader newspaper, which uh, is just on hold for a while here, uh, uh, looking for a printer to print it. Because, you know, uh, I will say this as well. Uh, the Knights Party is the most feared organization in America by our enemies. 
they see us as a threat. So uh, uh, that scares them. And they don't see us as a threat because we're violent. They see us as a threat because we're intelligent. Or intelligent. They fear intelligence. Because when you look into the government, you don't see too much intelligence. If any. Uh, you know, the laws and things that are being made and uh, drifting from God's laws into uh, uh, man-made laws. Uh, you know, it isn't going to work that way. Uh, so there, uh, uh, if you're wondering, I'll, I'll throw this out here. Uh, if you're wondering how you can help uh, the Knights Party, uh, send me an email uh, to the show here uh, or leave a voice message or a text and I'll let you know how you can help uh, because you, you got to get behind an organization that is actually doing something uh, that is active uh, or you, you, pretty much if, if you're not behind an organization that's doing something. And I'm not saying there isn't other white nationalists out there that are doing something. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying none of them are doing anything. Uh, but when you want to get behind an organization, make sure it's one that's doing something uh, productive and advancing, making advancements towards their goal. Uh, because there are plenty of organizations out there that claim to be white nationalist organizations uh, you know, that aren't doing diddly squat. They're, you can't just sit around and uh, bitch about uh, uh, what's happening in America. You know, that may make you feel better, you know, bitching about it. You know, uh, uh, but like if I see an article or something, trust me, there's a lot of things uh, that I see that irritate me to no end. And, uh, you know, I'll bitch about them. But in the same breath, I'm doing something about it as well. Uh, so, so what I'm saying is to just sit around and bitch about what's happening in America, that isn't going to change anything. That might make you feel better, but it's not going to uh, uh, help your race, help our race to survive. Uh, you have to be active. You have to uh, have realistic goals. Uh, now, wow, did I ever get uh, off center with uh, that article? Uh I didn't even realize I went off uh, course that far, but I most certainly did. Uh, back to this one now, and you probably forgot what we were talking about, uh, how Chicago doubles down on coddling criminals. So we're going to get back to uh, that article. And I apologize. Uh, a lot of times uh, when I'm doing an article, I go way off base uh, sometimes. But it's things that I want my listeners to know. I want my listeners to know and uh, understand. And by just reading an article to you isn't, um, I don't know how I want to put it, uh, isn't any different than watching your local news. Uh, sure, these are right-wing news articles that I'm doing, uh, but I break them down and show you uh, the problems with mainstream media and the Rust Belt Klansman show here gives you an alternative to left-wing media. You not only get left-wing media here, but I go off in tangents sometimes explaining things, just like I did uh, about the uh, goals of the Knights Party 
of the Ku Klux Klan. But there you learn something uh, about what we are all about, which I think is important. So, you know, I may waver from articles as I'm doing them, uh, uh, but I only do that. Uh, I don't know how to put it. I only do that so my listeners understand where I'm coming from. Uh, you know, uh, this show would be nothing if I just sat here and read the headlines uh, and read the article. If I did my articles the same way I do my commentary, nobody's going to get anything from it. Nobody's going to get anything from it because it's things that you set. It's the same articles that you see uh, in the news. But I just give you my perspective on it because uh, I'm sure my listeners, they have the same perspective I do. But they don't. Uh, uh, how can I put this? I, I don't do things on the show. uh so much for, uh, I'll say this, my loyal listeners, uh, because, well, and most of my listeners were, were like-minded, but you never know who is going to tune in to the Rust Belt Klansman show, because it is a very controversial show, uh, to say the least. Uh, so I never know when a, a somebody on the fence or even an enemy to our race that is white, a white enemy, uh, to our race, may tune into the show uh, out of, uh, you know, hate, you know, uh, 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 just to, you know, maybe listen to a little bit and then go elsewhere and say, oh, that Rust Belt Plansman show, uh, uh, that dude's a racist. What I want to do is have people that uh, don't listen to the show when they tune in. Now, I have many listeners, and uh, I need my loyal listeners. So don't think because you listen to the show all the time we're like-minded that this show isn't for you. Uh, it's definitely for you as well. But if I could get one person that doesn't agree with what we agree with, listen to the show and start scratching their heads and see things then the same way we do, that's a win. That's a win. Even just one person. If... Uh, uh, I've been doing this show now for uh, three years, maybe a little more than three years. Uh, th this particular show, I've had many that were uh, canceled and uh, blocked, and I've been kicked off about uh, any place you can think of. But in this three years, if one person, if I got one person in this three years to change their thinking and see what's actually uh, happening, this whole three years has been worth it. It's been worth it. It's been a lot of shows. But it's just one person uh, I can change the perspective of to actually see what's going on. Then this show's been a success. Now, there I did it again. I promise you now, we're getting into the, the rest of this article. Uh, it continues here. With every passing year, their mayors become increasingly ideological by projecting a fantasy world where singularly expression, expression compassion for the people who show none for the rest of us will suddenly decrease the frequency of bullets entering the bodies of the innocent. That pretty much is saying uh, uh, what I say. These black leaders, they don't want to uh, uh, put their own people 
under the sun. They don't want to put their own people on spotlight as to they are the problem. Uh, Chicago, oh, here we go. Chicago's new mayor, Brandon Johnson, faced his real first test by attempting to manage the historically violent weekend. On Thursday, Johnson announced his comprehensive safety plan, which aims to invest $2.5 million from the Partnership for Safe and Peaceful Communities, Chicago Fund, to support the more than 200 grassroots violence prevention and youth outreach organizations throughout the city. Now, these 200 grassroots violent prevention and youth outreach organizations aren't going to accomplish nothing as long as you have a black person in charge. You know, your efforts are pretty much useless until you take care of the biggest problem. And that is the biggest problem, non-whites in our government. Uh, on Thursday, Johnson, oh, we read that. Uh, and, and here they were talking about Memorial Day, which uh, was last uh, uh, weekend. Let's see, when was that? Oh, uh, yeah, last weekend. Good grief. Yes, uh, that, I'm lost. But yes, it was last weekend. Um, but, you know... Uh, it's sad. Okay, well, take a city like Chicago, and this happens in all major cities. It's Memorial Day, for God's sake. This is a holiday to remember our uh, fallen white brothers and sisters. So, you know, uh, blacks, it is a day for them to honor their fallen uh, people, or it should be. So, you know, uh, having to send out outreach programs and stuff to make black people stay in line is worthless. What the mayor needs to do is get a set of balls and punish his people for the crimes they're committing. Not coddle them, punish them. But that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. You're not going to see a black person punish his own people. At least most. Uh, now, I'm sure there are black judges that um, punish black people. But I'll bet you it's not to the severity of what they would punish a white person that stands in front of them. So, uh, you know, there. Uh, another uh, example of the decadence taking over America. Uh And this one, uh, here is another one. Uh, this comes from the Washington Times. The headline to this is, Another Confederate Monument Bites the Dust. Now, this has been going on now for uh, uh, several years. Uh, our statues, our historic statues, and not even things that just deal with the Confederacy, uh, past presidents, that we'll put it past presidents that were for keeping America white. They're even targeted. It's the erasure of our history. 
and the erasure of our white history in our own white country, white Christian country, to erase that history, that's propelling us into the end stages of decadency at a high rate, an accelerated rate. Uh, they're trying to uh, uh, bring in these uh, next generations that they have no idea of their white history. They won't have any because there isn't any around. Uh, now, this is an opinion piece. Uh, in the midst of the Black Lives Matter movement sparked in 2020 by the murder of George Floyd, Congress required the Department of Defense to create a commission to evaluate the ways the military continued to honor the Confederacy. Now, we all know George Floyd was uh, the dirtbag overdosed under the knee of a white police officer. He wasn't murdered. He killed himself. It's com committing a crime, passing fake money. Oh, and he's also behind the wheel uh, with methamphetamine and fentanyl in his system. So, uh, you know, what kind of dirtbag does that? Putting other people's lives in, uh, in jeopardy. Uh, the duties of the naming commission were to access the cost of re renaming or removing names, symbols, displays, monuments, or paraphernalia that commemorate the Confederate States of America or any person who served voluntarily with the Confederate States of America. Erasing our history. How many non-white countries do you think uh, uh, these low IQ idiots come up with erasing the history of their native country? How many? Probably none. Uh, every other uh, non-white country in the world is allowed to celebrate their history, except white people, except European countries. We're not allowed. That's racist. Uh, in January, the commission recommended the removal of Arlington National Cemetery's Confederate Memorial, which is to be demolished this summer. The memorial, dedicated in 1914, features a bronze woman standing on a 32-foot pedestal crowned with olive leaves holding a laurel wreath, a plow stalk, and a pruning hook designed to represent the South. The base of the statue features 14 shields with the coats of arms of the 13 Confederate states and Maryland, which didn't secede and join the Confederacy. So, erasure of our history. That's part of the plan. Not, it's Marxist. It's a communist move. Uh, and, you know, uh, uh, these communist moves in America are the reason we are decadent. That's the reason. And, you know, you could uh, uh, read that commentary to somebody, a leftist, a liberal. You could read that commentary to someone, and they still wouldn't get it. They're still, uh, I, don't, I don't know how, uh, well, number one, you have to be a weak-minded person to let the government 
program you into believing what the government wants you to believe. Look around. Do you see good things happening? You know, uh, the queers do. There's 7% of the population. They are a uh, zit on the ass of mankind. They are minute. But this is what our government does. They cater to 7% of the population. See what happened when uh, Anheuser-Busch catered to 7% of the population. See what happened to Target when Target uh, decided to uh, represent 7% of the population. Yet our government still tells us this is a good thing. Thank God there are enough people, enough good white people in America to uh, boycott these places. This, this, this is what needs to happen. Our white people come together, and you know, companies that don't belong in America don't buy their goods, plain and simple. Uh, just like I tell people with American sports. You know, if you watch football, you're promoting the people that hate America. They kneel for the anthem. And you know what? I'm sure somebody's saying, well, right now, well, I know a white player, and he's a good patriot. You can't support something that only has one or two good people in it. So that blows that out of the water. Uh, You know, uh, don't give me that. Uh, let's see. Now we'll do some, uh, well, I think I have one here. Uh, but this is another reason uh, of the decadency in America. Uh, we talked about here, um, our history, uh, being a race. We talked about uh, foreigners being wel- welcomed into our country, and uh, this this article uh, hits with uh, the homosexual agenda in America. This is another reason we are as decadent as we are. This article comes from a news source, The Daily Caller. The headline is, J. Crew sells toddler-sized t-shirts with gay trans flags. Now, these uh, flaming homos say that they don't target children. If you don't target children and toddler-sized T-shirts, come on. And these uh, homos say that they don't groom America's children? What is this? What is this? You put a queer T-shirt on a toddler, uh, when they grow a little, when they grow out of that one, uh, you buy him another uh, queer outfit. When he outgrows that one, you buy him another queer outfit. And then guess what? P- pretty soon, they're a queer. Pretty soon, they're a homosexual because that's what they've been shown all over their life. That is what is called grooming. That is what is called grooming. And now they're hitting toddlers uh, with this uh, type of stuff. because And, you know, people call me a conspiracy theorist sometimes. But this grooming... And you have to see it. There's no way you can't see it. This grooming of America's children is paving the way to legalizing pedophilia. 
uh, clothing company J. Crew is selling toddler-sized Pride T-shirts as part of its summer Pride collections. The T-shirts say "Love is for Everyone" and feature the transgender and LGBT rainbow flag, among others. The Pride flag T-shirt is also available in adult sizes. In celebration, yeah. Now, this is a sick thought, but this is true. This is true. They want to buy these or make these uh, 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 queer shirts for little kids. And then if they see an adult wearing this same queer shirt, when that adult uh, molests that child, that child will think nothing of it because they have the same shirts. You know, they think they're uh, protected by these people. So when they're molested, they don't know any different. That's a sad thought. That is a sick a thought, a sad thought, but it's true. In celebration of LGBTQ plus Pride Month this year, we're donating 50% of the proceeds of our Love First Keys and Hats to PFLAG, the first and largest organization for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer people, their parents and families, and allies, the company has announced. PFLAG. Huh. Where does the P come from? It doesn't come from lesbian. It doesn't come from gay. It doesn't come from bisexual or transgender. Uh, it doesn't come from queer. What's the P flag uh, organization? What do we know that starts with P? Huh. Pedophilia. I've already seen articles where um, we're told not to call pedophilia. Uh, 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 child molesters, uh, pedophiles, we're not allowed to say that uh, anymore. They want us to refer to these uh, child molesters as, what is that, um, uh, children attracted adults, something like that, children attracted adults. What do you think that's setting up? You can't be that damn blind. You can't be. Uh, J. Crew's website features designers Nate Berkus and Jeremiah Brent, who are quoted saying that the meaning of pride changed when we had kids. It was no longer just pride for ourselves and our community, but also creating a world where our children feel seen, heard, and accepted. Uh, J. Crew's Pride Collection comes as Target faces boycotts for LGBT attire targeting children, including chest-binding bras and underwear that allow boys to tuck their genitals. The company lost $9 billion in the market value in, the, in a week after conservatives led a boycott. Target CEO Brian Cornell has stood by the company's LGBT merchandise despite the boycott. J. Crew did not immediately respond to the Daily Caller's request for comment. I'll bet you uh, J. Crew is backpedaling a little bit. Uh, Target, uh, that CEO, uh, you know, he thinks he's a big smartass 
Uh, he's not going to change. Well, guess what? Uh, when your company goes, over, uh, goes under, when Target goes under, guess what? You're not a CEO anymore. You're not a CEO anymore. Uh, you are a... Uh, well, you're a person God's going to destroy. Because people that uh, support homosexuality are homosexuals as well in God's eyes. You can't you can't support something that you aren't yourself or that you don't feel is right. Uh, this is why I say on the show many times, uh, people that say that, uh, well, you know, uh, whatever they do, as long as they're not trying to queer me, guess what? You're as bad as they are. In God's eyes, you're as bad as they are. You, you're as bad as they are in my eyes. And I assure you, uh, it will be that uh, way in God's eyes, too. Uh, you know, th th these places like Target CEOs and uh, Anheuser-Busch that come out as what they are, even backpedaling didn't help with uh, uh, Anheuser-Busch, and it shouldn't. They've shown their stripes, people. Boycott these places. This is how we will get rid of these homosexual accepting and promoting companies in America because they don't belong in a white Christian country. That's what that's what has us decadent. These the the sexual debauchery spoken of in the commentary. Uh This next, oh, let me find it here. Uh, you know, uh, law enforcement isn't allowed to uh, protect us anymore. So a lot of uh, uh, we're seeing a lot of, um, and they're not vigilantes. We see a lot of white citizens taking up for other white citizens. Citizens uh, uh, that are being. Uh, Attacked, attacked by these uh, people. You know, uh, the police may be told to take it easy on Blackie, but thank God there are more white citizens standing up and saying, you know what? We don't have to take this. We can protect our own. We have that right. We have the God given right to protect our own, ourselves, our families, our neighbors. And uh, people are uh, catching on to this. Now, every now and then, they'll throw out something to try to scare people that want to protect themselves, just like this article. Uh, this article comes from The Blaze. The headline is, 65-year-old New Yorker charged for blowing away would-be mugger who allegedly rushed him despite warnings. Now, how could you be arrested when you have a mugger charging you? You've uh, voiced your intent to shoot this mugger if he doesn't stop, and he continues charging you. This 65-year-old man getting charged. Uh, the 65-year-old man who blew away a would-be mugger Wednesday in Queens escaped with his life and property, but may now stand to lose his freedom. Charles Hoyner was charged with second-degree criminal possession of a weapon and criminal possession of a firearm after voluntarily 
turning himself in following a fatal shooting at uh, 103-2082nd Avenue early Wednesday morning. Foreigner, who had a clean record, has an active NYPD firearms permit for a shotgun, just not for the revolver that may have saved his life. Uh, extra to the weapons charge, the New York Daily News indicated, authorities are now looking into whether foreigners should be similarly charged, uh, be hit with murder charges. He had a permit for a shotgun, but not a, uh, a pistol. Permits for weapons go against the Constitution, number one. Number two, how could you charge a 65-year-old man? And here's where I say uh, 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 man's laws against God's laws. We have the right to protect ourselves, and we have the right to carry. That is God's law. That is our God-given right. Now, here comes man's law saying that he needs a piece of paper to carry a pistol. And the man just saved himself. But now, uh, by doing so, has a possibility of being charged with murder. Imagine that. This is another reason how America uh, has fallen uh, into decadency the way it has. We are told we are not allowed to protect ourselves. Unbelievable. Uh, you would think that you would never hear uh, of something like that. But there it is. Unbelievable. Uh, let's see. I am going to close out this uh, Tuesday evening show. And, you know, I always uh, try to uh, find an article on the lighthearted side, uh, you know, uh, something to uh, laugh about after you've just listened to uh, this horrible news. Uh, you know, uh, after a show anymore, and I used to feel that way uh, years ago doing a show, I used to feel good about it. Uh, now, after I do a show, uh, I feel pretty lousy bringing uh, the things happening in America to your attention. Uh, I feel bad about it. So uh, when I find something uh, that I find funny, uh, I, uh, I do that last. So uh, don't forget about what you just heard on this evening's show. Uh, don't forget about that just because we're going to end here with a laugh, or most of us are going to end with a laugh. Now, this is an older article. I saw this uh, on uh, social media, and I thought, this cannot be true. And I don't, uh, uh, I don't do things on the show that's BS or made up. I check into things to make sure that what I'm telling you is true. And even with this, this is no different because uh, you're not going to believe 
what happened here. And a lot of people, if I uh, read this article to them, they would say, yeah, uh, that host of the Rust Belt Klansman show, he tries to make people look bad any way he can. Uh, he makes up stories of how stupid we are. Uh, he lies. He just makes things up to make us look stupid. Uh, that is not true. Because when I saw this on uh, social media, I checked into it to get the whole article to make sure it was true. Now, this is a little older. This happened uh, over uh, Christmas holidays of last year. So uh, let's see. It's uh, about six months old now. Five Yeah, five. It'll be six six months old uh, the end of this month. Uh, this article comes from now8news.com. Headline, Cookie Dough Can Explodes in Woman's Vagina During Shoplifting Incident. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, the picture of this woman, uh, she's black. Uh, it, it, the picture on here makes her look like uh, a buckwheat. Uh, from the little rascals. Uh, sure, my uh, some of my older listeners here remember uh, the little rascals, alfalfa and uh, buckwheat. Buckwheat was black and his hair was all standing up. And this woman, uh, it's here's her picture. I wish I could show you pictures because her hair is standing straight on end. Her mouth is gaped open, and this is a mugshot. This was probably the same thing when that can exploded uh, in her vagina. Uh, just the look of her mugshot makes it look like uh, she froze with, and, and that expression when that happened. Uh, this happened in uh, Greenville, North Carolina. An incident coming out of Greenville, North Carolina is just one example of what some people will do around the holidays when they are short on cash. Now, I am going to dispute this to begin with. But this woman is black. Uh, let's see here. Uh, had three children with her in the store. So this tells me that this woman had plenty of food stamps. Plenty of food stamps. She's black, number one. That automatically gets you food stamps. The more kids they pop out, the more food stamps they get. And she has three. So this woman wasn't short on cash. And number one, if you're short on cash and you're going to try to feed three kids, are you really going to steal cookie dough? Or would you go to the meat department? And I, listen, I'm not promoting shoplifting. I'm just talking common sense. Or would you go to the meat department and get a nutritious meal to steal for your kids? So the idea that this uh, uh, low IQ uh, uh, black person, woman, used lightly, I uh, can't use the word that I'm thinking, but uh, this is family-friendly radio. So uh, A 34-year-old mother of three is now under arrest after a shoplifting incident turned tragic. Witnesses say Sean Tay Green entered the North Carolina Walmart on Sunday with her three children, age five, seven, and eight, when she grabbed a can of pre-made Christmas cookie dough. CCTV footage shows the young mother take the can to the toy aisle 
as her children crowded around her. Green then lifted up her skirt and made the can of cookie dough, in parentheses, disappear. Now, here, if you were short on cash, you're short on cash, what for idiot is going to take things that they're shoplifting back to the toy section? where the kids get to see all these toys that they won't be getting for Christmas. Another low IQ move. When Green was approached by Walmart security, she told her children to go find their aunt in the front of the store. I told her to hand over the cookie dough. Oh, well, he doesn't know what he was asking for, said Timothy Ryder, a security guard at Walmart. Now, if that guy knew exactly where that cookie dough was, do you think he'd ask for it back? Uh, she would have went to the emergency. She would have been sent to the emergency room to let them deal with getting it back. Uh, to when there, it should be triple bagged, tied, put in a steel box, and buried, uh, because the store shouldn't wouldn't want that back. Uh, that's when she turned around to run, and I grabbed her by the arm. She put up a good fight, and that's when I tackled her to the ground. When I heard a loud pop, and the lady started screaming. Gooey cookie dough was running down her leg, all hot and runny. It was so damn gross. I cannot imagine. Uh, according to eyewitnesses, the EMT that treated Green on the scene said the Pillsbury cookie dough can exploded in Green's vagina during the fall, causing her extreme pain. Be like jumping on a grenade. <laughs> uh, they removed the oh god they they removed the contents at the store. Boy, I hope they had hazmat there. The woman was treated, then released into the custody of Greenville Police. While stabilizing Green, they also found candy sprinkles and a number six birthday candle wedged into the, oh my God, wedged into the woman's vaginal cavity. I didn't read far into that to, uh, uh, to realize that uh, at first. So she had a can of Pillsbury cookie dough, uh, a number six birthday candle, and sprinkles uh, in her vaginal cavity. Wow. Uh, Green did not suffer any serious injuries and is being held at the county jail on a $2,000 bond. Her children were placed with family members. Wow. <laughs> A better way to end the show than with something depressing, though, right? Uh, that was the purpose of that. Um, and I'm sure you found that just as hilarious as I did. Not only hilarious, though, but gross when you think about it. It's like that something like that had to be touched. All that stuff had to be touched uh, after it was in a black person's vagina. Wow. 
Uh, I will be back here th- Thursday, June 8th, with a new Rust Belt Klansman show at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's only two evenings from now. Uh, back here, uh, tune in uh, two evenings from now, Thursday evening at 7, and catch the next uh, the Rust Belt Klansman show. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please pass it along uh, on any social media sites that you may be on. Uh, you can look up the show, the show page on True Social. Donald Trump's version of Twitter. There's a, a show page there. Uh, download uh, True Social from the Google Play Store and search for the Rust Belt Clansman Show. Uh, when you find it, tap follow. Uh, let me know you are uh, uh, a loyal listener to the show and you follow the show. Uh, on the show page, there's also sermons posted of uh, Pastor Thomas Robb of the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. Uh, Pastor Rob is also the national director of the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, those are posted there. Uh, press releases uh, uh, are posted every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, the Knights Party uh, sends out a press release every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Those are posted on uh, the Rust Belt Klansman page on True Social as well. Uh, and also, sometimes uh, the show uh, here airs uh, on uh, White Pride Radio, and I also it's also on Spotify for people that uh, don't have access access to Alt Right TV, uh, the home of White Pride Radio. Uh, some places have it blocked, uh, so you can listen on Spotify as well. Uh, same days, Tuesday and Thursday, same time, 7 p.m. Uh, so you know uh, that way you don't have to miss the show if you're in an area. Uh, that don't want you to see real news, uh, you know, and, and there's places like that. Uh, uh, so you will be blocked so you can't see the real news or hear the real news. Uh, so you can on Spotify if you can't reach uh, White Pride Radio. If you have any news articles, thoughts, ideas, suggestions, anything you want to get off of your chest, you can email those straight to the Rust Belt Clansman Show at Hey Rust Belt Clansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. You can leave a voice message there or a text message. Uh, So there's ways to uh, reach the show. And like I said earlier in the show, if you want to know how you can help and support the Knights Party, uh, shoot me an email, a text message, or leave me a voicemail, and uh, I will get back to you and let you know how. Uh, you can do so. Uh, let's see. Let me find it here because, as always here uh, on the Rust Belt Clansman Show, uh, we end the show uh, in prayer. Okay. Uh, my white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. Glorious King, you are faithful and true in all your ways. You do not turn back on your promises, but fulfill them in their appropriate time. Your yes means yes, and your no means no. I have no reason to doubt the truth of your goodness. Develop in me the same trustworthiness. Make this an integral part of my character. I want to be someone whom others can depend on, because I 
have bound your love and faithfulness around my neck. Help me to show your goodness to those around me. I rely on you for everything, God, and I know you will not disappoint me. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, uh, that prayer uh, kind of hits home to what I uh, say, you know, about when God hasn't changed uh, his mind about hating and destroying homosexuals, because that is absolutely true. Um, uh, God cannot lie, and God does not go back on his word. His yes means yes, and his no means no. He said no to homosexuality in biblical times, and he remains saying no to homosexuality in today's times. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power! Shall I see? Arms outstretched to me. What do I care if it dies?